Do you ever wonder what's in your personal care and home cleaning products? Are you concerned about the impact they may have on your health and the health of your loved ones? Well, buckle up, my friend, because we are about to take a ride on the Eco Mama podcast. This podcast is about creating a healthy and safe environment for your family. With over a decade of experience in seeking products made with the safest ingredients and avoiding harmful ones, I'm here to guide you on this exhilarating journey toward optimal health. Join me, Jamie Snell, as I share stories, trials, tribulations, and the occasional guest who has traveled down a similar path. You might even discover some surprising secrets lurking in your cabinets right now. Get ready to be entertained, informed, and maybe even a little shocked. Let's do this. Good morning and welcome back to the Eco Mama podcast. I am super excited today to introduce you to Dr. Walter Lee. He's also known as Dr. Walt by our community. I met him a couple of months ago through the Village Launch. It's an entrepreneurial support initiative in Greenbelt, South Carolina that equips entrepreneurs to become providers, creators, and producers in their communities. Dr. Walt's entrepreneurial initiatives inspired me from the first time he introduced his business. Dr. Walt's company. Dr. Walt's company believes in helping its customers incorporate natural and organic plant-based products into their self-care routines. His custom curated blends are made in small batches and deliver amazing results without toxic chemicals. The journey began over five years ago when he explored a simple solution for his personal needs and has evolved into a thriving business today. This mission alone speaks to my love language, and I'm so grateful to have him here to share it with you today. But before we dig deeper into his passion for natural skincare, I've got to brag a little bit about another passion of his, education. Equally impressive to his entrepreneurial journey, Dr. Walt is a renowned educator with over two decades of experience serving the education industry. He studied Clemson University, earning his master's in education as an education specialist, and his doctorate in philosophy. He's currently an assistant professor at the University of South Carolina Upstate. Join me in welcoming Dr. Walt. Thank you for having me, Jamie. Thanks for being here. I'm super excited for you to share with us today about your journey and your passion. Yes, yes, yes. It's certainly been a rocky, interesting, and amazing five years. Wonderful. So uh, before we dig too deep into the main reason I have you here to share with the audience today, I have to know, like, between your education, which has been a long journey, and your your day job of inspiring others, and your entrepreneurial efforts, how do you get it all done? How do you put time in for everything? Well, I think one of the ways that I get it done currently is through my, and I just posted about it on LinkedIn, my to-do list. I keep a journal book. I keep a to-do list that is running every day. And on Sunday afternoons or Sunday evening, I'll sit down for about an hour, look through my emails, look through my calendar. And I create like on this, again, it's a journal book. It's not like a planner type calendar. And I write down each day of the week, everything that needs to be done for that week. And then as I go along, I'll cross out things that are done. I'll X out things that are canceled and I'll circle things that I didn't get done one day that is a priority for the next day. Now, I know that there are apps such as Google Keep. I think that's what it is. And then Monday. But for some reason, just having my hand to a pen and being able to do it this way is helpful. And no worries. I put it in my digital calendar as well. 
And so the two of them are in sync with each other. So that's one of the main ways that I kind of keep track of everything that I have to do. You definitely have a full plate. That, that's amazing, though. So organization is key for you. And that's wonderful mm-hmm. that you have a system that works for you. I think also with your journey in education, you know the benefit of putting pen to paper. It helps stick in our minds so much more. Talk to me about your inspiration in getting into the skincare industry. It wasn't didn't even start as to start a business, right? I was looking for a solution for a, for a personal problem. And let me be clear. When I first started, it was impactful enterprises. I was in my doctoral program at Clemson and I was at the time, I was, let me make a few extra dollars. I knew how to write resumes and I got some results. So I started resume writing and I called it impactful enterprises. And I wanted to be inspirational along the way because not everyone needed a resume. So I was selling like motivational apparel with one of my, my renowned quotes, I guess, as people would call it, chase your dreams until your dreams get tired of running. I sold those shirts for years. I and love I, that thing. And um, that was my way of sustaining myself financially through the doctoral program. Of course, I had a part-time job, but those are just some things that I could do in my downtime without, you know, the the parameters of hours, you know, from working from 10 until 2 or 10 until 3. I could do that in between as I wanted to. So I had the liberty, the autonomy, if you will. And, you know, during the writing process of the dissertation, I ended up with adult eczema. And I got curious one day, I was looking at YouTube videos, like, what can I do with eczema? Because, you know, YouTube is a whole university with no certifications. <laughs> and it's free. It is so free. So I went looking and this one lady said, I won't put it on me if I can't put it in me. And I said, oh, so that means I need to go to the kitchen. So what turned into a little kind of excursion with coconut oil, grapeseed oil, and almond oil became 20 to 30 runs to the the local natural store. I went to Garnet's. I went to Whole Foods. I went to um, Fresh Market just looking for ingredients. And I started mixing stuff up. And, you know, the recipes that I found online, I didn't like. But, you know, it was doing a little something to help because I had stretch marks, dark mark, dark spots from the medicines that they gave me. I won't call the names of actual medic- medicines, but the medicines they gave me, although it eased the itching, it created dark spots. And so one solution created another problem. And I was trying to get to the bottom of it, like what the heck is going on? And after about five months of experimenting while I should have been writing my dissertation, and I did, <laughs> but I guess it was a good a good way to relieve myself and step back from the work for a moment. I landed on this recipe for body butter. I didn't know what it really was. I started using it on my skin and family was like, your skin is clearing up. You have this glow. What are you using? I said, something I came up with in the kitchen. They said, in the kitchen. I said, yes. And they encouraged me to sell it. I remember I was selling. It was so makeshift. I had some Tupperware with the little blue top on it. I forgot what company that was. And I just put the little mixture in there. And child, it had so much coconut oil until it would melt as soon as you took it out the fridge. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't it. I worked a little bit harder and came up with what I found to be the iteration of the recipe. And I sold it at home and they bought it. Here's the, the gag. I still have a jar of that butter here at home. And I go back to it frequently. 
just to, you know, as inspiration, I was like, child, I would not use this. Why did they buy it? <laughs> Why? Look at the texture. Listen, look at how it smells. Uh-uh, I wouldn't have bought it. But then some friends kept telling me to work towards it, work towards it. And so, you know, months later in October of 2018, I launched it. And since then, I've been finding ways to, you know, hear customer feedback, experimenting with different ingredients, finding ways to adjust the recipe. And it has morphed into, you know, what was just a little hobby for myself and my skincare into becoming, you know, a keepsake, I guess, or a part of everyone's self-care routine across the country. I don't want to say everyone, but a couple thousand people who regularly purchase uh, it is become a part of their self-care routine. And so I am so proud of myself, but also happy that I believed in something I was doing to kind of continue. And today you still use all natural ingredients. Is that correct? Yes, there are some fragrance oils in there because people ask for them. Um, mm-hmm. And but I have since the beginning found ways to use natural substitutes for them instead uh, to wean people off of wanting Smart. to smell something so sharp. And so I remember when I had one, one of my first body butters, it was a fragrance that people liked. And I was like, no, but I don't like the fact that it is not a natural fragrance. And so over time, what I started doing is using less of the fragrance that I was putting in there and started using more natural fragrances to substitute it. And so I guess over time, they have realized fully that it's not the same smell that I started off with. But I've been finding ways to substitute to make sure that it is completely natural. That's an amazing thing. It's interesting when when so many of us, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, I used to use very traditional products with that only knows what was in them. And then when I started learning about the impacts of my health and my skin, I started transitioning, mm-hmm. which you become so conditioned to it smelling good that you yeah. don't pay as much attention to what's in it. What's and in- then when you start to pay much attention to what's in it, you still want it to smell good. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like you're just conditioned. It has to smell good or it's not going to work. And yeah. that's not true. It's more of the mm-hmm. quality of it and the ingredients of it are more important. To me, it's kind of like cleaning. Clean smells yeah. like nothing. Clean to me smells like nothing, but some people think that it's not clean unless it has that aromatic scent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, but that's really awesome. And I'm glad that you've stuck to your original core and that when you were saying how you lessened some ingredient of the not so natural stuff to put mm-hmm. in the more natural to help your customers wean off of that, I don't know, detox in a way to kind of help them detox. Yeah. Makes me think of it like as a mom, I will put it. I will lessen the amount of sugar and maybe I'll add a banana yeah. or some applesauce yeah. into the ingredients to try and make it more healthier for my children. So in the, in the, it's kind of like the same thing in that industry, just a way to relate it. So yeah, let's see. So you shared how you were inspired to make a skin cream from your own eczema mm-hmm. and that it was mm-hmm. working. And then everybody was complimenting on your glow. So mm-hmm. encouraged you to make more of it. And you played with all yes. these ingredients and you kept it natural and it just, kind of flowed into a business. So now we are five years later. Is that correct? <laughs> five, five years, years later. later. And you were sharing last night, like you've far exceeded any of your original goals. And some days you mm-hmm. want to go back to the original goals because it was easier. <laughs> but over that time, you've gotten to meet some amazing people. And I bet they have some amazing stories about their own personal journeys. Absolutely. So I'm curious if you have like one story that you'd like to share about how your 
creation, what you made with your own hands has helped transform either their life or their skincare mm-hmm. routine or their health. Well, you know, my mother, I'll start there. My mother had a bout with eczema herself. She didn't tell me, but when she was pregnant with me, she was dealing with some skin related issues. And, you know, even in her older years, she has been still dealing with itchy skin and she wasn't sure if it was like the water. She wasn't sure if it was, you know, the lotion she was using. She wasn't sure if it was the soap. But uh, she really struggled. Lots of itching, lots of dry skin. And I know that my mom can be a little resistant to trying new things. But I also know that when she finds something that works, she will not let go of it. And we were talking on the phone one day a few years ago after I got started. And she said, you know what? I have not itched in so long. I think your stuff is really working. I said, really? <laughs> because I was so accustomed to her saying, I got out the shower, I'm moisturized, but it's just not working. And she was like, I, I, I don't even remember the last time that happened. She said, listen, if you decide to stop doing this, you have to let me know. I need a lifetime supply of soap and I need a <laughs> lifetime su- supply of butter because I can't see myself going back to conventional lotions. Like I'm able to rest. I'm able to relax. I'm not itching as much. My skin is not as dry. I feel good about my skin, which means I feel good about myself. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, it was just a hobby. I wanted to make extra money, but then I needed to find a solution for myself. And I was not aware of the impact of some of what this high quality product. And we're only talking about the butter here. We're not talking about lip balm, body butter and bar soaps and stuff like that. But specifically the butter, I was not aware of what people got in exchange for giving me their money to purchase a bottle of jar, a bottle of butter, body butter. I wasn't aware that people were getting self-esteem. They were getting a good night's rest. They were getting confidence. They were getting a glow that they were getting compliments from others around them. I did not know that, you know, and, and, and essentially I wasn't just selling butter. I was selling hope in a jar. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And that's what they were getting. And I wasn't aware of that. And once I became aware of that, that's when I kind of really stepped into what I was producing and what I was sharing. And so I started implementing that on social media. I started making that the the forefront of my conversations at vending events, you know, finding ways to inspire them, to encourage them, to compliment them, to have them come back and share their stories with me about it. Even in our class, I've given some of the products to some of the others. And they're like, listen, this is my bedtime routine because I know <laughs> within 15 minutes I am out. <laughs> and nice, so nice. I wasn't aware of what I was what I was sharing until my mother made me aware of it. And it so was she kind so, of brought you to that aha moment of the added value that you were bringing. And, and I she know did. that as an individual and like the psychology of it all, of course, we want to look good, but feeling good is mm-hmm. 10 times better. I mean, the yeah. confidence of feeling good is nothing that a mirror could ever deliver. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kudos that you were actually listening to your audience too and able to give them more of what they needed, but not just the product, but I promise that you could deliver with how they felt. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. Mom is just one of many stories that I've gotten back from people about it. Um, and it, it, I realized that what they're experiencing is also what I wanted five years ago before I got Yeah. Started. Your own personal pain points at that mm-hmm. time you were seeking a solution for. So tell me, since we're talking about your mom and your customers, I'm curious if there's if there were one thing that you absolutely loved about serving your customers, like your favorite thing about serving your customers, could you name that? Yes. Um, the, the, my favorite thing about serving my customers, I w- you know, number one, I would say that they're getting hope in a jar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I love that. But I love that my customers are fun to be around. <laughs> I love that my customers are curious. I love that when I put out a new product that they want to try it. I love that my customers get excited about it. I love that my customers end up, and this is a true story, end up going to Mexico for a girl's trip and they don't know each other. But one customer pulls out a, a jar of Soothe and Refresh body butter and the, the girl looks at her and says, wait a minute, what are you doing with my butter? Did you go in my bag? And then the other girl goes and pull it out, I should say woman instead. And they're like, you use Dr. Waltz? I know Dr. Waltz. He's my friend. He's my friend. And then, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the excitement and the vibrancy that they get out of saying, oh, my God, it's a small company owned by this guy that I know. And here I am in Mexico meeting someone I, I did not know prior to this trip. And we're both using the thing that brings us hope and self-confidence and self-esteem and, you know, contributes to a restful night's sleep. So. That's the one thing I love about my customers. They're curious, but they're also really fun to be around. Hey there, EcoMama listeners. Have you heard of EcoCrates of America? It's a quarterly subscription brand service that I created. It was also the inspiration behind this podcast, the EcoMama podcast. The subscribers of the box were so riveted by the knowledge they received that I was inspired to find a path to serve more people. So this podcast was born. Eagle Crates of America is now the proud sponsor of the Eco Mama podcast. If you found enjoyment or value in listening and want to hear more, I would love for you to check out our quarterly subscription boxes at EcoCratesOfAmerica.com. When you subscribe, you're treating yourself to some amazing eco-friendly goodies and supporting our efforts to bring awareness and empowerment to more families. By sharing this information through the podcast, we can serve a larger audience and bring attention to the harmful chemicals found in so many everyday products that we use in our homes. Every family deserves the right to safe and healthy products. So head over to EcoCratesOfAmerica.com, check out our quarterly subscription boxes, and subscribe today. So it's almost as if your your curiosity and passions inspired a community of others with curiosity mm-hmm. and, and just a passion for betterment. So that is beautiful. It's almost like a full, came full circle around, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about the variety of products you offer. So you mentioned the body butter. I know your Mm -hmm. mom mentioned soaps. She can't live without it. So make sure you Uh get an extra pack of that just in case things get (laughs) in production for mama. Yeah, she has some at home that she's supposed to be selling, but I know she's not (laughs) selling it. (laughs) I know it's not being sold. (laughs) No, I I don't always get the funds from that. It's not being sold. It's being used. I know that. Um, so I make lip balms. When I first got started, it was three body butters, one lip balm, and then rose water. 
And now it is lip scrubs, body oils, hair and beard butter. What else? Oh, coffee, brown sugar, body scrub. Um, I love coffee. Yes. And the people love it too. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. it, it's a variety of things. So I have six body butters. I have six body oils. I have six mm-hmm. uh, lip scrubs, three lip balms. And so that kind of keeps me a little bit busy trying to keep up. I can imagine. All of that. So do you have any other new formulas in the pipeline right now you're developing? Or is that the a people thing? have been asking about a face wash? Oh, I have face serum too. But the people have been asking about a face wash and I just have to get still enough in the kitchen to figure that out. I have some stuff that I've been using myself, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not going to give that to the people. They've been asking for it uh, and we'll get to it eventually. In the meantime, I tell them, y'all just use the soap that I already make. You'll be fine. Yeah, well, I noticed one of your one of your product lines that I've got my eye on is that charcoal detoxifying bar. Yeah, and I am. I'm huge about charcoal. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. weird. I love to soak in apple cider vinegar because I know how healthy yes. and detoxifying it is. Mm-hmm. And then I love to bathe with with anything that has a charcoal like focus about it. So yeah, very cool. My favorite thing about the detox and charcoal. See, I'm not a a charcoal fan, but you know these products came about because people. I started listening to what people were asking for. Mm-hmm. Now, I came about with the lip scrub because somebody said, listen, I live in D.C. and the winters are harsh for me. I love using your lip balm, but it doesn't do anything for dead skin. You need to come up with a scrub. So I, I came up with a scrub. Well, the, the bar soap started the same exact way, particularly the detoxing charcoal. Somebody said, well, one of my customers, she said, well, you know, I have the body butter and I just feel incomplete without some soap to go with it. But during the pandemic, I developed some soap. You know, I was a little bored. So I went to the kitchen. And I came up with detox and charcoal because people loved charcoal. Mm -hmm. But then I wanted to find out what other ingredients were really good for detoxing and moisture. And so I added in aloe vera juice. I added in neem powder. Didn't know what it was until somebody told me about the detoxing qualities in that, properties in that. And then I added in lemongrass because of how refreshing it was. And then the tea tree. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And so I just got to mixing, And without realizing that how beneficial it would be for people who shave regularly. Mm-hmm. I could um, definitely see that. Soothing. It's so soothing. It's so yeah. soothing. It's a good pair for those who are interested. It's a good pair for the soothing refreshed body <laughs> butter. Well, that's good to know. Definitely, I'll, I'll note that in the show notes down below. Mm-hmm. So I have one last question before okay. we ask you how we can get in touch with you. But a lot of my audience, you know, we're into self-care with our, you know, equal mindset, healthy ingredients. But we're also looking to take, take care of our children. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your experience with your products and kids. So, you know, my niece and nephew, David and Cece, They have been using my products ever since they were three months old. David was born in 2017. And remember, that's when I was formulating it. Mm -hmm. He was born in 2019. Cece was born in 2019. And at that point, I had had a solid grip on the body butters. They have been only using my body butters since they were three months old. And so... 
you know, I, I can't say that I've tested it on children because I don't want to make it seem like I have a lab. But there are people who use the body butters on their children who deal with eczema um, and psoriasis. And while I, I realize that my, my doctorate is limited to educational leadership and that I don't make any claims regarding skin conditions, I can talk about symptoms such as dry, itchy skin. And certainly for children, it has been such a great help. What a lot of people don't know is when your child has symptoms of ADHD and they're not getting rest at night, um, not getting rest at night further triggers the ADHD. But what it also does is it triggers eczema. And is that because of the stress that the body's under by not being well rested? the stress that the body's under without, because it's not getting adequate rest. Mm-hmm. That and is that good was to my know. problem too. Remember, my eczema flare came up while I was writing my dissertation. Yeah, no stress in that, cold. right? And so it was <laughs> stress. But you, one thing I love, one thing I love here is, you know, my my research is kind of my academic research as an educator is married to my work as an entrepreneur. That's awesome. I, I can see definitely the, the parallels. In in my academic work, I study self-concept development, and that's the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in with Dr. Walt's company, I'm teaching people to care for themselves better. I'm learning that I cannot detach, you know, caring for your internal self from caring for your external self, meaning your skin. And so in the upcoming months, I'll be adding things to boxes such as affirmations that people can use, partnering with physical trainers so that they can give some daily practices in terms of workouts for people who just need five minutes a day. It's something that we can post and maybe even have a blog about. I'm really just looking for ways to, to help people not only care for the exterior, but care for the interior. Yeah, I love how this journey is evolving for you and that not only have you found special formulas that help nurture the skin, but you're taking mm-hmm. your academic your academic experience to help nurture the soul as well. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dr. Walt. Well, tell us, we'll, we'll put below all the details of how people can get in touch with you in the show notes, but what is your favorite way for people to reach out to you? If they have any questions, what yeah. is your website so they can come and check out these awesome products for themselves? So they can go to drwaltz.co. It's really easy. Don't put .com. I didn't say com because <laughs> a lot of people put in drwaltz.com. They're like, I can't find it. Well, duh. All right. So drwaltz.co is the website. And if you want to find me and have immediate conversation via Instagram, it's drwaltzco. On, Inst- on Facebook, it's the same thing, drwaltzco. And it is there that you can send a message. You can email us. And then you can even shop at drwaltz.co. Look at me about to say .com. (laughs) (laughs) Easy to get tripped up when we have so much valuable information to share. Yes, yes, yes. And I really, really appreciate the fact that I've been able to come on your platform to share it with you. Thank you so much. Well, it's just been awesome to be able to call you friends. I love learning next to you. and, And now we'll be learning in this journey of life together as we build our businesses and get our messages out. So absolutely very, very I so great. appreciate you and thank you for sharing great information with your audience and ways they can care for themselves and the ways we can do that using the earth. All right. Plants around us. Natural ingredients for sure. So well, thank you all for listening today. And you heard Dr. Walt himself. Go check out his website. And if you have any questions, you can reach him directly through Instagram or Facebook Messengers. 
Thank you for tuning into the Eco Mama podcast. We hope you found this episode not only informed you, but also inspired you. Our work here is not done yet, though, my friends. We want to continue serving and inspiring more families, and we need your help. So please share this podcast with your friends and family. We can create a healthier and more sustainable future for ourselves and our children. So let's keep the conversation going and continue to learn, grow, and inspire each other. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the Eco Mama podcast next time.